Hello. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Are we just skipping the intro again? Hey, welcome to the Movie Pay- Moviecation Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. I'm Cole. I'm Brady. I'm Tyler. <laughs> you wait I'm your Tyler. turn, Tyler. You're the new guy. You go last. <laughs> well, Am Joe usually guy? is the one that does the intro, so it's kind of up to him to do it. It's kind of yeah, like sorry. his his bread and butter of the whole thing. It's because I'm it's the only thing who can, he came up who can with. deliver the line. That's why. It's not true. I did it great. And plus, I had to clear my throat that, for that second. So no one, I just started going. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to the show. Um, Some of the best podcasts don't even have intros. Name seventy four of them. What? I said name seventy four <laughs> of them. Okay, old man. He's gonna name like twenty Kevin Smith podcasts. I mean, yeah, that was wrestling Fat podcast. Man Beyond, Smodcast. Technically, their wait. Technically, their intros are music and shit. So, then he's got this one that he's revived called Film School Fridays, where they talk about the original idea was he was talking to like film students going through film school. Now he has people in his office that like the last the when they revived it, the first episode was about Licorice Pizza and Paul Thomas Anderson's career. And this next one was about Zack Snyder and Justice League nice. and his career. Uh-huh. Did you guys even, did you guys, any of you guys look up that uh, Joss Whedon article I talked about yet? No, I, I didn't read I any didn't articles, but I heard a whole bunch of crap. God, did, did you hear about this shit, Tyler? Nope. He's oh my God. Piece of shit. I mean, I thought so, that was just kind of common knowledge at this point. Well, it, it is, is, but <laughs> someone went into a room with him with a tape recorder and just let him talk and like any chance this dude had of like reviving his career right now i don't see it happening Hmm. this dude he literally like they brought up the thing about uh ray fisher and he goes fuck that guy he's just a bad actor all right what was that about (laughs) the ray fisher's like claims of what Joss Whedon was like on set for Justice League, how he was like abusive oh, okay. towards the cast and stuff like that. Right. And they brought it up and he's just, Ray Fisher's just a bad actor. Uh, there was also that time where he supposedly, or not supposedly, he's known to have yelled at like Gal Gadot about something and like pretty much talked to her like an asshole American would talk to a foreign person and be like, do you understand what I'm doing? And yeah, I've heard about she that. went straight to HR with it and he goes, oh, well, she's not American, so she didn't understand. I was like, and Gal Gadot came out in like the New York Times was like, no, I understand English pretty fucking well, actually. Yeah. Like, he said some weird shit too, like his stuff, because like there's the accusations about Buffy when he was working on there mm-hmm. and he was like, well, I felt obligated as the director to sleep with these young actresses because it was part of my job. I'm like, uh, what? You, you do realize you're saying this on a recorded, like, like it's bad that you're saying it at all, but right. Any chance of your career coming back is like maybe in 10 years, but now no, did, not. did he know he was being recorded? Yeah. He did this interview to, I don't know what, I don't know who his HR person is or whatever, or PR or whatever, but they should be fired. And honestly, he should be taken out back and shot. Well, this is what he gets for ruining Ultron. This is what he gets from making a show called Firefly. 
Hey, you watch your fucking mouth. But I've heard that show's decent. I don't give a shit. It's a good he show. Really, it him. makes sense. He can fuck off and die. It makes sense as to why Kevin Feige is now really adamant about changing the MCU to not to basically erase Agents of Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Which was not I, dude, I tried like five separate times to watch that show. Yeah, but you got to remember ever, ever got You got to remember for a while that was the the original start of what they're trying to do with Disney Plus now. Yeah. Connecting yeah. to the movies, but now all this stuff has come out and Kevin Feige's like, "You know what? It doesn't exist anymore." We're just going to ignore all it. Like, I think they did something <laughs> in Eternals or Shang-Chi that, like, helped kind of, like, erase that type of stuff. Uh, they do the something even further with it in Hawkeye. Or that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, they yeah. teased something at the end of Hawkeye that made me go, oh, wait a minute. But now, like, knowing, like, we all knew Joss Whedon was a piece of shit. But now reading that, it does make more sense as to why... Kevin Feige's like, let's get rid of this guy. Like, it sucks that his name's on Ultron and all this stuff, but yeah. I mean, the guy did good work for a while. He's just not a good person. (laughs) And it does, it does really come down to can you separate, like, you know, we can say this about black metal too. Can you separate the art from the artist? Like, yeah. Can you listen to Burzum without being like, Varg? And when no, you got for for Burzum? No, you can't. Barg's pretty fucked up. Yeah. And I'll give you that because like when I when I talk about like the X-Men movies and Brian Singer, and Brian Singer's a piece of shit too. Yeah. Yeah. But I enjoy his movies. Yeah. All right, but boys, anyway. What are we talking about today? Talking Scream. about a good old slasher flick in January. A good movie in January. I never thought I'd see the day. A movie that's like breaking you know, pretty good record or not records, but is this, like is this money wise. Spider Man or is or did Spider Man take it back? It's as of right now, I think it is. Yeah, okay. I like Spider, like the second week screen was out, Spider Man dropped like seventy percent. Yeah, but also Spider Man was the December hit. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's yeah. on the back I end or anything. Spider Man's well, kind of ran its course. If you're still seeing Spider Man at this point. You're on your fourth or fifth watch. Yeah. Well, hang on a second, Cole. What viewing number are you on? I've only seen. I only saw seventy-four, seventy-five. I only saw it the three times, and I got COVID because of it. Worth it. (laughs) Thanks a lot. (laughs) Um, but yeah, now Scream's gonna have to make way for because we got another movie coming out next weekend. The big one. It's not gonna make as much as you think. No, it's not. I know it's not. It's, and I'm pretty sure it's mo- going on Paramount the, the same day. going to be from me. You want to enlighten the still, audience? I still don't know when I'm going to get to see it. I'm hoping Saturday, but I don't know yet. You want to enlighten He's the audience? He's going to go see Jackass, whatever. Jackass oh. forever. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's just, okay, he got kicked in the nuts again. Woo. How many more movies are they going to make of this? I know. It's, it's whatever. I'm going to cry. They're gonna cry at Jackass. <laughs> unless they like, for, you're crying for they, like, Jackass. Publicly execute Bam in the movie. I don't they, care. 
I mean, they did say he's in one scene. Maybe that's the scene. They kill him. I'm telling you, the scene is going to be him signing his rights away or no, getting I, arrested on set. I, I know what the scene is. The scene is them like, yeah, him sign his rights away, but they bring on Gore and then they have <laughs> Gore murder him during their set. Hell yeah. It should but honestly a- just be a, a compilation of all those uh, Instagram videos he posted. Oh, dude, I had to unfollow him after all that crap. That it was so hard to watch. It was hilarious. Dude, it was hard. I'm like, man, this Tyler's is like, I love people's downfalls. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. I, I the, liked Van Margera. Shit, like a year or so ago was one thing. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, Bam, you need to get some help. Okay, yo, Doctor Phil. Yeah. <laughs> it was like his videos. <laughs> jokes aside i really hope he does get some help because man oh yeah definitely but God. It, those videos are just hilarious to me oh yeah <laughs> jesus all right well you boys take the wheel because i didn't watch this movie the three of y'all watched this movie so how about it so, you know i need to pay attention asshole i'm paying attention i'm paying attention you doing homework or what no, I'm, don't worry about what I'm doing over here. Just I'm doing stuff, right? But I'm doing Legos. What are you doing? No, I'm not doing Legos. What, what are you doing then? I want to know. Don't worry about it. I want to know. I want to know too. Just, let's let's yeah. talk about this. Don't worry about what it. Are what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm getting some Save mail it. ready. All right, shut your okay. up. Was that so hard? Yeah. <laughs> that don't get a paper cut. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the paper. You better run. You better run. All right, let's talk about Scream. Right. While Joe's being a mailman. <laughs> Who wants to start? And where I do think, we want to start? I think Tyler should start. I don't think we should start with the no. I don't don't start with the newest one. I think we should talk about, you know, obviously the franchise. Yeah, you gotta be kept on the franchise, you idiots. Well then one of you two should go first because I I've only seen one and two and then the new one. It's been a hot minute since I've seen two, three, or four, so Brady. So that leads uh, to our, yeah, that leads to our expert horror. What's yeah. up? Hey, yeah. So honestly, and Joe, Joe was shocked by this when I said this the night I went to go see it. The I absolutely the Scream franchise means a lot to me, and like I do like it more. Like Halloween, the Halloween franchise, I really, really love, but I do like the Scream franchise a lot more because of one thing and that's consistency yeah like if you sure. if it, it every every movie is exactly the same i'm not going to sugarcoat that yeah. and that's completely fine it's a mystery of who done it mixed with a little bit of scooby-doo and whatever is kind of popping in the horror genre at the time while also exploring certain themes like not necessarily like within the horror genre just like within Hollywood in general so like sequels and then you get to the third one and in the third one since Randy's dead Randy has a videotape and he's like you know what you're in the third act like you're in the third movie now it's all like everything even Sydney can die yeah. Like from here, there's I don't know the rules. Like this is a rare ground. You know and the then, rules. 
Beatles. And so do I. Shut the fuck up. And then um, in the fourth one, you get... The, so the first one is very grounded in reality. Like... Straight up just slasher film. Um, obviously, it's created by... It's written by Kevin Williamson, directed by... And that's that's something I feel like a lot of people don't talk about with these movies is the fact that yeah Wes Craven directed these movies and like without Wes Craven's touch the movies I don't think would be as beloved as they are but you got to start where it's where it all starts and that's the writing and Kevin Williamson back in the 90s was the the horror person right he wrote Scream Scream 2 Halloween H20 Kills the the faculty um I know what you did last summer like think of any 90s horror teen horror Kevin Williamson's name's probably on it like he was the guy back then um and it's it's honestly such a simple the first one at least is such like a simple story of like is it Williams or Williamson? Williamson. Yeah. But the first one's like a really simple story. And like, that's what I mean by consistency too, is like, they don't get into uh, like where Halloween gets into, or, or even Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th, where like all of a sudden ghost faces in space or the devil put the curse of thorn on him and that's the reason he's killing people like it's not the the consistent and there it, it's oddly consistent as the fact that there's not one single like killer yeah the entire time like it's always someone new but there's always a connection back to those original killings so like in the new. so like like i told you earlier tyler in the third one the connection to the first movie is the fact that like hit the director for stab three is technically Sydney's cousin um, or something like that. Half brother. That's right. Because you find out in screen three, which I have major fun fundamental issues with screen three tear there. There's, there's some good in screen three, but there, but overall the, Harvey Weinstein fucked that movie up for everyone. Sounds about right. And what I mean is, so literally the, the plot of screen. Can't hear you. And we lost audio mm. for Brady. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. It's weird. I just moved my microphone. All right. Real quick, anyway. since you cut off real quick, before you continue, I looked at Kevin Williamson. It's so weird seeing like all the stuff he's made because it's like the I'm screen movies. He, yeah. Halloween H20, which is one of my, which is one of my favorite Halloween movies, the one that but, started it all for me. But like on Google, when you switch it to movies and TV shows, it has um, the Scream movies. Dawson's Creek. Did last summer. Right in the middle of Dawson's Creek, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing there? That's, they, <laughs> that's why they make a couple of references to Dawson's Creek within the Scream movies too. Okay, cool. Because he's got it. He, he, he pokes fun at himself and like the teen genre of the time. Um, but like what I was saying about Scream 3, the reason why I have an issue with it, I 
absolutely love Scream 1. I think it, I, what do you guys think about Scream 1? Let's go off there first. Honestly, love so it. I watched it back in October. I liked it. It's a good movie. Held, and I know you didn't like, like it originally. Yeah. Like, you, you were younger now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I get what it was trying to do for the time. Still cheesy and, you know, and I was like, meh. But I can see why so many people liked it. For me, I think the uh, the little uh, previously on thing that Alamo did kind of wrapped it up perfectly for me. It did like the beginning up until like that conversation with uh, with Billy where he's like, I think you should just get over your mom dying or whatever. And then from there, it just cuts to the uh, the party at the end. Those were like the only parts of the movie I really enjoyed. Like the last 30 minutes were where that movie was for me but i just it wasn't a bad movie i just couldn't really get into it pretty much same that, thing with scream 2 i just it's that just a kind lot of makes nothing sense. for a while and then it's all at the end it, it it's definitely a unique slasher experience in a way of it's two and oh i think most of them are almost two and a half hours long uh and first one was one 40 i think and okay the second yeah. one was two hours exactly yeah we okay. know that because so about two then. hours but um and when you think of slasher again you think of friday 13 things like that and what's happening like every four seconds a kill yeah and that that rarely happened it's it's very much like a and maybe this is why you kind of appreciate it now that you're older joe is it is a slow burn slasher film which is odd to say because back in the 90s slashers weren't happening scream was the one to revive it yeah and to think that like we went from you know michael myers and freddy krueger and jason Voorhees and pinhead and chucky and all this to a slow burn mostly dialogue driven movie yeah Yeah. and honestly i i prefer horror movies like that because I don't want you to slap me in the face with all of it. Like, okay, yes, I get, I know what you're trying to do, but I like a little bit of a, like a slow burn. I think that's why like, like some of my more favorite horror movies are slow burners because it builds that, antici- that anticipation of fear. And I prefer that instead of like, oh, you're, yeah, you came in to watch this horror movie. Here it is. Here's the killing. Here you go. Yeah, I I didn't really get that from Scream 1, though. Like, it wasn't building on anticipation or anything like that. It was just a lot of exposition, which is... I mean, there's still, there's, like... Yeah, like, there was still, like, a decent amount of killing, but, like, I thought there was more, like, the dialogue played along with it to help it build through. You yeah, know what I mean? Which, I mean, I, I don't want a movie that's just two hours of people dying, either, like depending on how they do it, it could be hilarious, but that's not what I want in a movie. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It just, it wasn't keeping me, which I'm not a big horror fan to begin with. So that could just be it. But yeah, it, it was a good movie. I liked watching it. It's just not something I would go back to all the time. Yeah. That first scream looking back, it's either the first one or the set. I need to rewatch the second one, but one of those two, I may just throw both of them in there. Probably my favorite horror movie, like, ever. And I'd probably go with the first one. Just, 
like you guys said, it's a slow burn, but it's also, it's like a part of it, you know, it's just like, it's a teen, you know, it's a teen high school movie. Like that's what it is. Like when you strip away the horror elements, you're left with it, a, a teen movie, which is what it's I like. It's Dawson's about. Creek with murder. Yeah, they, exactly. That could be that's why what I, I like about like it. it. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it's Dawson's Creek with murder. Just, yeah, exactly. just enough suspense. There's just, a, yeah, and I'm not a horror movie guy. I, I'm a chicken shit. I don't like this stuff. Scream is the one for, I like Scream. Real it's quick, let favorite. it be known that this is the episode that Cole will refer to himself as chicken shit. Please, uh, please notate that. Yeah, yeah, laugh it up, Joe. We'll see who's laughing by the end of this episode, buddy. But um, yeah, you know, uh, Scream is my favorite horror franchise, and yeah, that first one's solid to me. From uh, the preview that I saw, like, it seems like four would be my favorite one i can't really tell you why i had like three old fashions during the movie so <laughs> i don't exactly remember all of the <laughs> preview <laughs> but it's uh, i, I think i think you need to watch it without an old-fashioned to really see if you enjoyed the movie <laughs> <laughs> but the new one was amazing though like i really enjoyed that one yeah uh, the new one is what Four, because you're cutting in now, Brady. You guys keep talking. Let me switch out cords. All right. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Where'd you go see the movie at Alamo? You said, Yeah, what'd you have? Uh, what was it I had popcorn, buffalo cauliflower? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first got there, like I went back to the theater and it was just like pitch black. So I was like, guess I'll go to the bar. And I had a beer. Uh, <laughs> forget which one it was. The it was a hazy O, but I don't remember what like the brewery was for it. All right, and right. then I had like the three old fashions. So those are so damn good, dude. <laughs> I've never had an old fashioned before. I I didn't until Spider-Man, actually. And I was like, you know what? Let's try it. It's good. It's got like a you got the whiskey there for sure. And then you got like a little bit of an orange taste and there's a little like marshino cherry in there. So, Ooh. Yeah. It's nice. You know, I really miss their uh their blood of the xenomorph. I never yeah. had that one. Oh my god. I wish they bring back the the rated section of the of the of the liquor menu. Yeah. Because it had a test. Hey, there you are. So far. So better. Yep. I, how's that? Uh, like if I move it. You sound good. Okay, it might it might have been that cord. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just to finish up, Tyler. Yeah, it had it had um it had absinthe in it. I know. I remember that for Ooh. sure. And I forget what else it had, but it was it was delicious. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Brady, I don't know if you want to continue on your your tirade. What was the last thing I said? I had no clue. Cool. Something that's about that's uh, that's let's let, let me change cables. <laughs> you, were, you started talking about Scream Five, then you started talking about Four. Oh yeah, I was going to say Scream Four is still very much a Scream movie with like a touch of 2010s modern teenage shit, without being 
oh my god lol tumblr teenage stuff you know it's they're related they're relatable characters for modern horror versus like the the douchey jock that you usually get and stuff like that yeah uh, but yeah, so Scream 2, um, you know, Sydney goes to college, Ghostface attacks again. Turns out they're recreating the murders from the first one. Killer turns out to be a dude in film school, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. And uh, Billy's mom. Billy right? Loomis's mom, or the way Timothy Oliphant says it. I love the way he says Billy's mom. <laughs> Billy's mother. Smartest twist, huh? Didn't see it coming, did you? <laughs> Looking like a goddamn chicken. I, I laugh every time I see that scene too. She's like, why did he like what acting choice did you make to just like chicken your head like this to say it? And he eats those scenes too. He's amazing. Um sadly you lose Randy, so you lose like the the, the fan character. favorite character. Yeah. But it also needed to happen. Because it shows you that, like, we're in sequel territory now. Anything could happen, which is exactly one of the rules of Randy's things. Um, so what do you think of Scream Two? Who me? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I versus Scream One. I would say I like Scream One better for sure. Like, I just I don't know. It was kind of the same thing. It just it really didn't keep my attention for most of it until like the very end and stuff like that and why doesn't dewey die why does he keep coming back <laughs> well, well we'll get to that because you can't kill david arquette huh? apparently not <laughs> hey, there's a whole documentary about it yeah, yeah i saw it's that really with... good too i saw like, it pop up on my hulu the other day i was like oh you uh, if you want to cry watch it I don't want to cry. It if for wrestling fans out there, if you're especially if you're an old head wrestler and you're like, man, fuck David Arquette, watch that documentary. You'll be like, I understand now. <laughs> Good ass documentary. But yeah, like I, I sent you that gif of like Austin Powers saying, "Why won't you die?" <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Like at the very end, whenever they pull him out of the fucking school, I'm just like. How are you still alive? I'm, I'm pretty sure in every, in the first four movies, in every, there at least one draft of the script. I'm pretty he's sure supposed Dewey, to die. Yeah, and they just keep like, no. <laughs> I I guess I somehow like completely missed the part where he was still alive at the end of Scream One, because like he pops up in Scream Two, and I was just like, the fuck are you doing here? Doesn't he give like a thumbs up at the end of the first Scream? Like, hey, yeah, he's okay. literally on a stretcher, and he just goes. Yeah, somehow I just I missed that part, and I was hey. just like, "Why? Why are you still alive? <laughs> and why is your hand just like this all of a sudden?" Like, you're, you're, you're checking the notes. You're like, <laughs> "Didn't you die?" Because he got stabbed in the shoulder and he got nerve damage. They explain everything. I guess he's played by David Schwimmer. <laughs> Gotta hate David Schwimmer. <laughs> but what yeah, do you I'd... think? What do you think of Scream Two, man? Cole, it's been so it's been a hot minute minute since I've seen any of the sequels, but I I really like I really like two. I think two is the only 
sequel uh, is I think it's the only one of the movies other than the first one that I've seen. I've seen it at least three times. Three and four I've only seen once. So, but two, it's neck and neck with that with the first one for me. Like I was saying earlier. Another big problem with me watching these movies now is I I watched all the scary movies first. So all I can picture whenever I'm watching these movies is scary movie. You idiot. <laughs> like, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not a horror fan. I'm more of a comedy guy. So I, I watch all the spoof movies, even if I don't really get entirely what they're making fun of. I get right. a bunch of the references they're making and stuff like that. I mean, because the, the first scary movie is pretty much like a, a scene for scene of, of screen. Yeah, exactly. And then... Isn't like two, three, and four where they start adding other scary movies into it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of them have like elements of other movies in there already, but yeah, for the most part, uh, scary movie one is just Scream one. Yeah, more funny. <laughs> There's also a movie, a spoof movie called like it's like one of those ones like Don't Be a Menace to South Central while you're drinking juice. It's like one of those super long <laughs> titles. But it's like I know what you did last summer while you were screaming or something. Oh yeah, it's super long. That's a thing. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was. It came out around like what the first one. Yeah, that's a real thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it came around the same time as those scary, the first scary movie. I like the killers in Scream Two. I like their kind of like their motive. Yeah, I think they have the strongest motive out of any of the killers to be honest with you um well at least billy's mom does mickey's just weird yeah (laughs) um i would say scream 2 has the strongest like killers in my opinion but it's my third favorite of the franchise so yeah and then we get into scream 3 so we're back on scream 3 and so what happened in Scream 3 is they started writing it. Kevin Williamson did. He submitted it to Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein did not like the script at all. Wanted him to do certain things to it. Uh, Kevin was like, no, not going to do it. Not going to give you what you want because it's fucked up and disgusting. You're gross. Not going to do it. Um, so they fired him completely rewrote the script um and hired someone else named aaron Kruger or something like that um scream three is very problematic in my opinion uh, a lot of people like it it's and i i, I can kind of i can kind of see why they like it personally i've never liked it but rewatching I, it recently i kind of don't ever want to watch it again i know like, i said at one it's point bad it my favorite i really <coughs> need to rewatch it because i only saw it like the one i may have seen it twice but i don't, I don't remember that much of it i just remember so, it was all on movie sets and i thought that was really i remember liking that part uh, who who's the who'd you say? I don't remember the the killer. So, Scream Three to go through it real quick. They're out of Woodsboro. They're in Hollywood. 
they're making this fictional stab three movie, which is we can't see that, Joe. Yeah, it blended in with the green screen. Real quick, I got some. Um, we're gonna have some bonus uh, bonus material to talk about because Cole is out of here saying dumb shit on Facebook again about Ron Perlman and another Hellboy, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, I don't. Shut we'll, up. We'll talk about that out, out of the pod. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, so they're out of Woodsboro. They're making the fictional Stab Three. They've hired like this fresh new director named Roman. Um, he's really eager to get his picture off the ground and all this. It opens up with maybe he should hang it. <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> sorry, Brady. Went on a, on a on a cough rant there. Go ahead, Brady. Sorry, Nardo. Oh, nope, still going. It it opens up with uh, one of the characters I actually kind of like, Cotton Weary, getting killed, played by uh, uh, what's Sabretooth from the original X Men movie? Uh, Reeves, oh, um... Reaver. Leave Schneider, Schreiber. Schreiber, yeah. 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 Schreiber. Which, have you ever watched Orange is the New Black? Yeah. You know, Pornstash is his brother. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Wow. He was also in The Wire for a season or two, mm. I think. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Cotton Weary gets killed in the beginning of the third one, which I kind of don't like. I like that character. Uh, I feel like he gets redeemed in the second one. And him and Sydney seem kind of cool at the end. Um, but he gets killed to Creed, so I, I like that. <laughs> uh, then they go to... He's also Guess a his host. arms are really wide open, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bad joke. <laughs> that's all i got today man. i'm so sorry i'm trying to i'm trying to submit content and give he's also a host of like a super early 2000s daytime talk show called 100 percent cotton <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very uh so then you know they're in they're in hollywood staff three is being made but someone is killing people in order that they die in the movies or something like that um you know the the, the plot idea is fine the there there's a movie about the ghost face killings and so someone's doing it in real life while a movie's being made like that's okay it's it's when they get into the idea of basically 17 years too soon harvey weinstein's like hey you know what i did with young actresses yeah that's pretty much a big plot of the movie is him bragging about not him like himself but like through characters bragging about the idea of doing horrible shit to young actresses so they get parts and that's a big part of the movie and i'm just like this movie does not age well at all. Like, terribly ages well. Just, I mean, but, you know, to know that people were aware of that shit that long ago, you know what I mean? Well, that's what's kind of, like, in a way, gangster about it is... Also, you also think about, like, 
<clears throat> like how long was like how long did the court hearings take place and stuff like that wasn't it over like a, a span of a couple years i think he just went to jail like last year right uh, some of that a couple years ago i think i don't know but like so i guess i guess it wouldn't be too much further off from there that okay now now he starts to get prosecuted and stuff like that you know what i mean so it wouldn't be too much longer from there i guess yeah but the thing the thing about like uh real life to go off what you said joe like it's crazy that people knew that it was happening back then it seemed like yeah some did but not necessarily everyone so it was a bit brazen for and disgusting in my opinion for harvey weinstein to fire a writer because he didn't want to write about the shit that he was doing and Harvey Weinstein was like, no, I want to, I want to tell this version of the story where this is happening to young actresses. The, the good, the one good part about Scream 3 is it redeems Sydney's mom um, in a weird way. Because in the first two movies, it's all like, oh, you know, Sydney mom, Sydney's mom is, she's a terrible woman. She slept with other men, yada, yada, yada. You find out in Scream 3, she used to be an actress that got abused by the producers and stuff like that and so it kind of gives you this like she's so like mentally and just emotionally scarred from all of this that she personally feels like that's who she is as a person so it kind of redeems the character of sydney's mom but ultimately the the um the idea like the whole idea of why you get to that redemption is really weird and gross to me um i don't know why they needed to make roman the kill like the killer roman i don't know why they needed to make him related to sydney because they're like hey i'm your half brother and they never mention it again they never mention it in four or five they, it's just like yeah so one time we were in hollywood and some stuff happened but they don't say one time we were in Hollywood and my they stepbrother like, they wanted to tried just make to kill some, us. some sort of tie together to it, but then never it's bring it like, back up. Oh, we lost Tyler. I figured yeah, we his, would. His computer's messing up. He'll be back in a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I think, yeah, you might be right there. Like it's like um they all try to connect back to the first movie. So the the weird thing is is like um they're like I'm your I'm your half brother and because of me is why Stu and Billy did what they did all those years ago or like four years ago or whatever at this point because I told them to do it like I gave them the footage of you know Sydney's mom with Billy's dad and things like that so I drove them to go kill these people kind of deal but like it's a weird way to connect to the first one, but like to never mention it again is also kind of weird. Like it's just like he's your half brother, and now he's dead. Yeah, and because you know, I feel like that'd be that's kind of like a like a big deal. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know it's a it's a relative in a you know technicality. Oh, it's a relative trying to kill you now. Well, wait till we get to four. And he <laughs> okay. never gets brought back up again. Okay, well, we'll move on to four then. It's, and then, I, yeah, 
Um, so what do you think about Scream 3, Cole? Like, what is, I know you, for a while, you said it was your favorite. Yeah, um, this one and four, I'm just going to have to rewatch them. This one, I, I really liked, but again, like, it's been forever, so I really don't remember enough to give, like, a full opinion of it now. But I remember liking it a lot when I saw it. But it's also, and I've told you this before, it's very, it's the most Scooby Doo of them all. And maybe that's why I liked it. It I mean, does he become Sco- he is a Scooby Doo boy. So. And by that I mean like, so you know how Scooby Doo has the scenes where they're like, in now is hallway. this is this Hanna Barbara Scooby Doo or post Hanna Barbara Scooby Doo? It's Barbara, not Barbara. Barbara. Sorry, Barbara. Yeah, my bad. I couldn't read um, it as a kid. <laughs> but Sorry. by that I mean like, you know how Scooby Doo has those scenes of like, they're in a hallway full of doors and they just keep running in between doors and yes, like the killer will run out of one door and they go through music, another door. The music rolling. Like the, yeah, the main song. There's literally yeah. a there's literally a scene in Scream Three where. They're at some someone's house, one of the actresses or actor's house, and they are having a rap party because the production got shut down or something like that. Um, and Ghostface sends a fax to the house, doesn't doesn't call him. Sends a fax. fax. Yeah. Um, Old move, Cotton. <laughs> no, he died early. So. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and he was never Ghostface. But anyway, um, yeah, so he sends a fax. And they literally, like, the, the first one's like, you better get out of the house because there's gas leak. And then they run back into the house to get the next fax. And, like, it's literally, like, slapsticky Scooby-Doo shit like that. And like there's Courtney Cox and oh, what is her Piper Posey or whatever her name is. I'll tell you who the real villain of Scream Three is. Courtney Cox's haircut. God damn it! Don't even start. No, dude, it, it's bad. It, dude, it's it, like she the bangs. Bangs. It. The bangs. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But um. So they, they give you Courtney Cox and the the girl that is supposed to be playing the fictionalized version of her character mm-hmm. become like the Velma and Daphne of the movie. And they go off and like investigate. And then you get, you know, Dewey doing mm-hmm. whatever the fuck Dewey does. Um, Do a thing. And then you get Patrick Dempsey as a cop. And then, like, the whole movie they're playing him is, like, he he's a cop, but he's kind of, you know, suspicious. Maybe he's Ghostface. You know what I mean? The third one, I feel like, does the best at throwing you off on who the killer is. It's not super obvious, but, yeah. Now, would, would that be because they, they wrote it pretty well to where... You can't figure it out to the last second, or more so, they just couldn't decide who they wanted to have the killer be. Probably it, it's like that last one. 
No, it was um, it's definitely the the way they wrote it. Because, like I said, they really like for a good portion of the movie seriously hinted at Patrick Dempsey's character being the killer. Okay. Did I miss anything? Um, we yeah. talked about everything. We're good. Okay. We're good. You <laughs> missed Cole like just like going out of frame for some reason. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> It's like he doesn't want to be here. <laughs> Cole, Good fix your... I can hear myself now. So. Cole, fix your camera because, like, your head's dipping out. <laughs> You've become yeah, the sun. okay, and like your light <laughs> is becoming your head. <laughs> no, I had to move my whole setup so I could charge my computer. So like, you got, I, you got I, some I'm emperor right in the middle of the sunlight. You got some emperor snow shit going on your head. Look at you. <laughs> I, Bro, I that, dude. It, hey, hey, hey! It's nine p.m. There's no sunlight out. Turn off your light. You're wide enough. You don't need a light. Difficulties episode of Movication. No shit, man. <laughs> Jesus. All right, continue with Scream Four, Brady. Fuck. Scream Four. Move on. Uh, let's skip Scream Four. Let's get to the new one. The worst yeah. one. Well, let's let's honestly, yes, let's skip Scream Four and get to the new one simply we, because of this. And this is why I say this. Too. Hold on. Yeah, but this is why I say this. Because they literally skip Scream 4 and Scream 5. There's literally a line right at the beginning yeah. when they're driving when they're driving to what Woodsboro and the 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 dude is like asking his girlfriend like what's the story of Ghostface and all this and she goes um you know blah 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 Billy Stew blah 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 and then she literally goes oh and yeah 10 years ago some girl tried to do it again and she got shot or yeah. something like like it was literally like, oh yeah, that happened. Kind of love that. <laughs> but to to go back real quick, you were like, oh, so they made a f- family connection in Scream Three. In Scream Four, the killer is Sydney's cousin. Okay. But again, they don't. No reference. The line do. the the line for Scream Five is oh, and it happened like ten years ago, which is when the last movie came out. No, like oh, Sydney Prescott's the like they mentioned Sydney Prescott because obviously they have to, but they're not like right. oh, and ten back. years ago her cousin tried to kill her or something like that. They were just like oh, it happened ten years ago too. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to Scream Five. I want to hear what you guys have to say first. Anyone can go all right i'll go first i didn't see this movie Who's next? yeah i was about to say you didn't see this one shut up um <laughs> you just leave it at that popping noise <laughs> it's gonna be an incredible review <laughs> so i loved this movie i really did and um i think in terms of like when you get into like legacy sequels this might be one of the better ones we've gotten in the past several years. And um, and if this had come out last year, it would have top it probably would have topped Ghostbusters for me because this one handle handles you know handles the franchise so well and gives us enough of the legacy characters and still makes it still makes everything feel fresh and new. And I, I liked all the new characters. like I had a, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Would it top you? Would it top your list as just best legacy sequel of last year, or like take it out of your top ten list or top list as you did the other day? It would have bumped. It would have uh, bumped Ghostbusters to number three if it had come out last year. 
Okay. So what I have is my number 10. Uh, Venom, yeah, that would have been... But, yeah. Yeah, I... I thought it was an incredible movie, like uh, just referencing like rebooting movies and stuff like that. And basically being like, no matter what we do, you're going to hate it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It was just like the, the meta part of it was beautiful. Uh, everything about it was really good. Like the acting was really good, which is something I could say wasn't true for the first two. Um just trying to think of what i'm trying to say it was it was just a really good movie like story was really good it actually kept my attention for the whole movie uh characters were great just all around good movie do we finally died which probably made you happy <laughs> it's not that i wanted him to die it was just like he popped up in the second one i'm like the fuck you doing here dude oh he's in the third one too <laughs> Yeah, I I figured that. <laughs> and fourth, he's sheriff in fourth. Considering he said he he died or he got stabbed like nine times or whatever, I was like, okay. So he's I like how that became like a running joke in the fifth one too. He was like, I mean, you've been stabbed like three thousand times, which is nine, but no. He's the only one um, that learned a lesson. Like he went back to shoot him in the head, which he should have done it that from the start. The second those <laughs> elevator doors closed, my eyes started. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I cried like a bitch. Yeah, man. Uh, five is the second best one to me, next to the first one. I, I absolutely. I know Cole's like I figured out the killer pretty early on. I I'm did. gonna tell you, I didn't. There was one moment where I was like, eh, and then I was like, eh, nah. But that's what's so good about these movies is like. Like I said, they they make you think Patrick Dempsey's the killer the entire third movie. And then it's some like character that you get maybe 15 minutes of FaceTime with the whole yeah. movie. It's it's very much what they say, like anybody could be the killer. And it does that very well in this one. Um I, I will say this the there's two killers this time, and the second one There's always two. Yeah. Well, yeah, well they follow the Sith rule. Yeah. Always two there are, no more, no less. Well, mine is the third <laughs> but, one. This is getting out of hand. Now there's but, two of them. The second kill, I didn't, I I thought about the second. The second killer, meaning the Jack yeah. or whatever his name was, or Jack, what, well, yeah, Allison or whatever her name was. The, the girl was Amber. I forget the dude's name, but the dude, yeah. like, I'm just like. Oh, Jack McQuaid. Well, that's that's yeah. Dennis Quaid's son. Yeah. Well, the whole time I'm like, it could be him. <clears throat> But he's with her in California. I know. I'm See, using logic. I didn't even logic. think of that. I th there was there was one point where I was like, where Amber said or did something. I was like, eh. The hospital scene but then is they, what sealed it for me, where she was like. But then they kind of oh. like went away. There was a scene. I don't know if you caught this, Tyler. There is a there is a moment. If you remember the the car ride, there she's explaining the stab franchise to him and all this. Yeah. Um, because he's never seen the movies. And at the time he had it at the time when they went to go see Dewey, he hadn't started watching the movie. Yeah. Yet. But if you listen to the dialogue in that scene, when he walks out of the trailer, 
he goes he's a lot nicer in the movies yeah <laughs> oh, oh yeah i didn't pick up on that and it was super like just out there like but you and i didn't pick up on it until i read it later i was like this dude just openly admitted i think you told me <laughs> someone told me that and i was like oh yeah this was before he started binge watching them on Netflix. Yeah. Um, fun Could fact, that have Matthew, just been an editing error, though? No, that that's hadn't the, been intentional. That's the thing with Scream, um, especially when Wes was doing it, he made sure there was subtle like hints as to who it was without giving it away. And that was such a throwaway line that it was... Even me, the one of the biggest Scream fans on this show didn't even catch it you know um so you guys in the uh i scream five man it was a perfect take on legacy sequels Mm -hmm. a perfect take on how yeah elevated horror movies are good jordan peele's amazing though but (laughs) What is pe- what do people usually go back to? The classics. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, it's also a really fucking good fuck you letter to toxic fandom. Yeah, I love that. And they part. straight it and they straight up were like, even that movie made by the knives out guy, that one was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it's exactly what scream was back in the 90s where it's like they give you the rules they reference the things that they need to reference that are culturally vibing right now or whatever yeah and then they just run with it like it's a legacy sequel because you have the legacy characters um takes on toxic fandom because the two killers, like, in my opinion, have the weakest motive is literally like, we didn't like the last movie, so we're going to make our own movie, which is such a like, I didn't like Last Jedi, so this one better be like, here's a petition to remake Last Jedi or a petition <laughs> to like completely not knock them out of canon. Yeah. Like they don't which exist. Is ne- it's never that's never going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> they happen. Um, if you don't like it, deal with it. Or yeah, just you know, like and sim- simply like, Force Awakens was too much like A New Hope, and then they gave you something different. I don't like that one either. Yeah. Well, then the, what do you like? The jabs. Hey, that that's my rant. Find your own rant. No, but that's <laughs> what they use in Scream Five. Yeah. Okay. That's any as logical far person's as like, rant. <laughs> that's true. You're right. Very good. Um, they talk about like how elevated horror is nice, and by elevated horror, I mean like hereditary. Um, the Baba Duke, which is one they announced, one they talk about a lot. Like How it's... I was shocked at all the Baba Duke references. I'm like, okay. And scream in the new scream. Yeah, yeah. like they, the main they, uh... the main character straight up. They says, say it like four or five times. Yeah, the main character straight up says her favorite horror movie is the Baba Duke. Yeah, they, they name drop a lot of a uh, a lot of new ones. Like they talk Underrated about Hereditary. The whole they talk Jordan about Peele's Jordan Peele's. Yeah, that that was a line from there. I need to check yeah, out because I heard just Duke. Jordan Peele, in my opinion, is trash, but whatever. Yeah, like we him. know how you feel about Jordan <laughs> Peele. You know his new movie called Nope. Yep, his, his he already has my answer of what I'm going to do when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm glad I hated it, but I'm glad Dewey died because it needed to happen. One of them needed to die. It shouldn't, and Nev Campbell agrees with me, it should never be Sydney. If they continue these movies, she should never die. Yeah. She's already been through enough. Um, so killing her would just kind of be like a slap in the face to the franchise. Yeah. Um, I was I was I, kind of worried. I didn't know going in. I'm like, well, but I, I knew I kind of had a feeling going in. Dewey was going to die. Yeah, because of the main three, it was either going to be him or Courtney or Courtney Cox. So, you know, <laughs> have they and said the fact anything that, about like, this being the last one or anything like that? There's already rumors of them doing another one. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> of course there they, is. They have ideas to make two more if it happens, but they're not going to like, from what push I understand, it. they're not going to push for it. Yeah. But this, this would be a good one to end on. It, it's a very strong ending for it. Hollywood today, it made yeah. fucking $80 million in two weeks. Yeah. So they're going to push for it for sure. Um, there's, there's so much love in this film for Wes Craven that like, that's, that's the part like Dewey dying. I cried. This is the first screen movie I ever cried to the whole like ending of this movie. Just, I was a mess. Like, <laughs> um, so they named the, they named the character. That one character they named him Wes, yeah, Judy yeah. Wes Hicks. So, fun fact: when they were filming that scene, the directors were like, "Well, we're celebrating Wes, but we're celebrating, you know, the character, but really we're celebrating Wes Craven himself." Yeah. So, in that scene, you get a bunch of ADR from. Drew Barrymore, Matthew Lillard, um, Jamie Kennedy, uh, fucking Ski Ulrich, like a bunch, a bunch of Adam Brody, because he was in the fourth one. I think Anthony Anderson, someone that worked with, I'm pretty sure Wes Craven's widow was in it as well at one point too. When they all say for Wes, they get a bunch of screen old screen alums and people connected to him to cheer him. And I'm like sitting there like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like I'm re I found this out like a week ago after reading about it. And I'm like reading this article crying. Like <laughs> the the first voice you hear after the opening scene, which is a direct reference to you know the intercom voice in the first movie at the high school is Drew Barrymore's voice. <laughs> like they the guys who made this movie, it, it's perfect. Like what they did was just perfect in my opinion they they were thorough and they were respectful and they were careful and that's entirely just that it all reflects in the fact that they got david arquette who's probably the biggest scream fan of all time just so you know courtney cox and nev campbell to all come back if yeah. if they and... if they felt anything was off if they felt anything was off those three right there would not have stepped foot on set yeah. But the fact that nothing felt off and they perfectly like respected Wes's legacy while creating it again for a newer audience. It was just, it's such, 
it's weird to say it, but it's a beautiful movie for a horror movie. Definitely. And then there's another legacy character we got to talk about. Judy Hicks is not a legacy character. I'm not talking about her. <laughs> Fucking Billy, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Ski Ulrich was I really there. My, yeah. I lost my shit in the theater. They like, like, oh, my God. So they were going to they were going to de-age him. Like use CGI de-aging. Yeah. And the Turns director's like, no. Nah, <laughs> yeah, the director's <laughs> like, you're too sexy already. We can't de-age you. <laughs> um, have you ever seen Ready or Not? No, no. Have you, Joe? Hell yeah, that's a that's with a good Samira one. Weaving. Yeah, so it's the directors for Ready or Not who directed this Scream Five, and uh-huh. originally they had Samira Weaving playing a character, but she had to go do something else, so she was Samira Weaving. Be. Oh, I think she was in Bill and <coughs> I think she played one of the daughters. This man, real quick, uh, for Tyler and Cole, uh, Ready or Not is a. I'd say it's like a horror comedy movie. Yeah, uh, it's it's based on a uh, uh, a woman marrying marrying into a uh, a, cult? a family a family who uh, they say they're a uh, board game dominion. Like, because like, how do you reference your family? We call we prefer being called Dominion. Oh, but yeah. they're a rich, she basically rich marries family. into like Milton Bradley. <laughs> yeah, essentially she marries into like the Parker Brothers family or like Milton Bradley, and uh, the way they they were able to have such a successful uh, life is basically they uh, they like sold their soul to the devil, and every so often they have to sacrifice somebody. So whenever someone gets married, uh, they have the significant other that is marrying into the family. Uh, like draw a card or pick a game something like that and if they if they lose they die and that's how they keep the sacrifice going that sounds good that sounds it was was surprisingly fun and a a pretty good movie have you ever seen your next yes i I didn't like your next (laughs) it's it's very much like your next though yeah where it's like you're in one location the the whole movie and a badass female is going around killing you Um, yeah, man. So for me, my definitive ranking is one, five, two, four, three. I'd say five, one, two. I could see why you like five a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Dewey dies, you know? No, that, that's not even it. I'm gonna I like say... Dewey. I just, I, I don't know why he was still alive. Everyone in the theater. <laughs> why is he dying? Tyler, fuck it, finally. God damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna say one five two. I need to wa- rewatch three and four. Joe, I was laughing it? whenever <laughs> I was laughing whenever. Uh, all the one, all the way. <laughs> whenever you uh, say, Amber fell on the oven, I was. Oh, oh my god! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I lost my shit at that man. <laughs> that was so good, dude. I like that they made Randy two people. It yes. worked. Yeah. I liked those characters. Well, I liked uh, I don't I liked the girl. The guy was whatever. Yeah, the guy like had his knowledge, but it was definitely like she was more in tune with her uncle. And I love that scene of her watching the first stab movie, basically being her uncle. <laughs> all right, so are we all done with uh with that. 
Yeah, I'd, I've said it. Brady's day. over there having a coughing fit. God yeah, damn it. Brady's dying. Give him a second. <laughs> because if uh, if we're all done with the scream uh, recovery, we're going to play a little game. Yeah. Like this is a game. <laughs> this is an idea I came up with. And game. Like, Ew. All right. This ain't Saul. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this is an idea I came up with out of the blue. It's going to be me versus Joe. And the Tyler and Cole here have been tasked to come up with basically the idea of the game is if you stream and scream, you know, Ghostface calls and says, you know, what's your favorite scary movie? And then he likes to ask trivia questions like you know, in the first one, they ask, you know, Who's the killer on Friday the 13th? To which Casey Becker replies, Jason! 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 I'm Jason! 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 Jason, Jason. Voorhees. I saw that movie 20 goddamn times. <laughs> Turns out she's wrong. And he's like, Jason doesn't show it's up until the Voorhees sequel. <laughs> it's Jason Voorhees' mother, which they technically got wrong because Jason does show up at the end of Friday the 13th. Now he's not the killer, but he doesn't show up. He, the first time you see him is not the sequel. Yeah, I'm just saying. Anyway, a bunch of technicalities. Move on. All right. So, how are we doing this? Am I going first? Is Tyler going first? Are we doing? Okay. All... Well, we'll f- finish explaining because you didn't. Yeah. You didn't so, yeah, uh, these boys have been asked to come up with horror movie questions, and we're going to see between Joe and I, hello, who would survive a scream movie? Are we going to do like a buzz in thing, or is it going to be? Yeah. Like, what do you yeah. want to do, Joe? Do you want? Yeah, let's do a buzzing thing. Okay. And if if you don't get it right, then I get a chance. Then we'll go from there. Yeah, okay. have that little uh little hand raise reaction thing here. Do we? Where yeah. is that? There's a little that? section that says reactions, and then you just okay, yeah, yeah. raise or lower hand. Okay. So just have that ready then. Wait. Okay. Where's that? Oh, okay. Well, you don't need to worry about it. It's just them two. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Cole, you want to start? Yeah. Let's hit us with the warm up. Yeah, hit us yeah. with like a like a test question. I don't, like I don't know. Start how, with a little, little warm up. Okay. Okay. You don't get this one. Just quit the show. Okay. What is the name of the camp from Friday the Thirteenth? Brady. Camp Crystal Lake. Nice. Yeah. I'm not All able right. to see the reactions on my end. Uh, no. Okay. I'll I'll be the judge then. I guess. Uh, yeah. Joe, lower your hand. There you go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> can I just can I just do this instead? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do that. I guess. Okay, fine. <laughs> I feel like I'm like I'm like I'm like because like I know the answer, but I'm like then I look down at the screen and I click, so like I'm not reacting. Okay, fast so enough. that's one Be Brady. <laughs> that was Watch a sample. He doesn't get that point. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. No. All right. Which okay. horror film kills someone by forcing them to eat too much? Joe. Seven. So one one. Okay. That would be a glutton. Uh, was that your warm up or was that one of your main? That was a well. I just kind of put five of them, but okay. that was I considered that one the warm up one, I guess. Okay. God, I love seven so much. Okay. What was the name of the book from the Evil Dead franchise? Ooh, Brady. Brady. The Necronomicon. Technical. Well, that's no Cole. Don't get technical with me. They call it. They specific. It's 
the Book of the Dead, but they call it the Necronomicon. There's a second part to that name that you're missing, buddy. But most of it's referred to as Necronomicon. They don't refer to the full name only once. I got it. I got it. Is it the Necronomicon and how to uh, and how tos for curses? There you go. Two one Joe. <laughs> you know the full name, Brady. I'm telling you. Give it if a you Brady. Go, I don't, I don't I'll, I'll get, I'll if you it, go, if you go by franchise, they literally only refer to okay. it as the Necronomicon. Okay. They only refer to the full name one time. Okay, I'll give you the point. But Cole, it's, what, it's, Cole what's the full it, name? It's so Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Shut up, Cole. God damn it! Give the man the point. <laughs> he, he has the point. Fuck off. Right. Uh, which horror film was the first ever of its genre to be nominated nominated for a Best Picture Oscar? Brady. Silence of the Lambs? Nope. No. Joe. For best picture? Yeah. Get out? Nope. Hmm. We just gonna give up after both me... wrong or Exorcist? Yep. Ah damn, I was about to say that. <laughs> Should we count that one? Like are we only doing one answer or is yeah, it? Yeah, I'd say count that away? one. That's what, three to one? Yeah, three one. Damn. Okay. All right. What horror move what horror movie was the first American film to feature a toilet? Brady. Psycho. Alfred Hitchcock. Nineteen sixty eight. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was a big it was a big issue back then, bro. Like really? the okay. MPAA was really like, we might have to create a new rating for you, Alfred, since you sold a toilet. And like, it's because of the toilet in it, yeah. yeah and it, it's nothing obscene. It's just, she literally like rips up a piece of paper and flushes it down the toilet. Interesting. I mean, I, I was gonna say psycho, but I was like, it's just kind of a weird thing. <laughs> so it's a Brady Four Joe one right now. God damn. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. My cat's trying to eat my candies. <laughs> oh, what excuses. kind of candy is it? It's uh, the edibles. The, uh, Hell yeah. Gummy worms. <laughs> Nice. Just just so you know, according to Wikipedia, because the Necrodomicon was create was essentially created by HP Lovecraft, they literally only call it the Necronomicon or the Book of the Dead. They don't we already gave ex it mortis you, or already whatever. Gave the point, Brady. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, you already have the point. Shut up. All right. Uh which on-screen adaptation fell flat according to Stephen King? Uh, Joe. I think Joe. Joe was a little bit faster. Yeah, Joe. Oh, fuck. Now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> That's Joe, I'm sending you brave nope. waves. Ah, damn it. I knew it. Go for it, Brady. Shining? Yep. He absolutely hated it. He. Uh, That's right. And he liked He, he, liked he wanted Seed someone more. else to make. He. He. Uh, like hired someone or something there's like a tv version of it that he prefers i'm pretty that sure. came out like two years after the theatrical version wow i didn't know there was a tv version of it I'm yeah it's sure terrible Joe's mathematically mathematically eliminated now <laughs> but let's just keep going let's just keep going yeah, yeah. go for it cole what was the name of the principal in trick-or-treat oh fuck i just saw this too not so long ago <laughs> Yo, that's all you, man. I hate this fucking movie. Uh, all I know is Charlie Brown's an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Sean Dark Johnson? Mm-mm. No, it's uh, 
I don't know. I can't remember, man. Steven Wilkins, played by Dylan Baker. Wilkins, that's right. I was like, I know it's like a classic, like American principal slash teacher name. That that was literally when Brady was like, hey, let's do this. That was the first question that popped in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I've seen that movie once. I hated it. Never wanted to watch it again. That's one of my favorite. That's another one of my favorite horror films. Love it. I don't know. I these these questions aren't one I expected, but okay. <laughs> I mean, well, because the game was, would you survive in a horror movie? So I figured, like, they would give no, a would scenario. You a that, that's movie. what I thought it was. You and see, then Cole I, sent me his questions, and I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Yeah, I was, I was expecting like, <laughs> yeah, because like one of the questions in Scream Four is, what is, what is considered the first slasher film? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just okay. generic. What, what would your answer be, Joe? What was the first genetic slasher film? What What's considered the first slasher film? Uh, I don't know. See, a lot of people say Psycho, but it's really Peeping Tom because it was the first ever movie to put the person in the killer's POV. Nerd! <laughs> See, no, I was, I was expecting questions like, okay, like, what would you do if the killer was doing this or something like that. that that's all it's kind of yeah expecting. that that's what i thought it was going to be too. <laughs> joe prepared I, for a whole new thing i kind of did I was <laughs> cole, like messaged me earlier. <laughs> cole messaged me earlier and he's like uh how's your questions coming and i'm like i've done nothing i totally like, misunderstood oh, the assignment okay <laughs> uh, it's okay it's fine I knew, I, knew, in the movie. I knew some of these questions but i knew some of these answers but like i didn't react fast enough <laughs> Whatever. Unstated in the movie, what is the name of the demon that possesses Regan McNeil in The Exorcist? Oh, I actually know this. <laughs> the name of the demon? Yeah. Oh, fuck. In The Exorcist? Mm-hmm. Y'all it's ask for deep so, cuts. It's been <laughs> so long since I've seen The Exorcist. Oh, God, I don't know, man. I'm going to go ahead and say I don't know. Pazuzu. Pazuzu, yeah. Pazuzu? I yep. knew that somehow. <laughs> wow. Have you ever I only seen picked that one for the Futurama reference. So yeah, I was about to say, wasn't it Futurama? <laughs> Pazuzu. The name of his dragon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or gargoyle, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. All right. Um. So now my bonus question. Okay. Which two classic slasher films have never been parodied by The Simpsons in a Treehouse of Horror episode? Neither of them are going to get this one. No, they're not. <laughs> I had to double check. I'm like, am I? Yeah. Which classic? Two. Which, which two classic slasher films? Have never been referenced in The Simpsons. Well, par- parodied as a full segment. Oh, parodied. Okay. okay. The main character of one of them appeared in a couch gag. But other than that, Brady? Is one of them Texas Chainsaw? No. Uh, that's not one of the ones I have, but that's not a slasher. That's a chainsaw cutting. Yeah, <laughs> that's tree trimming, buddy. Sorry, limb trimming. I... One of them, Friday the Thirteenth. That's half a point. That's half of one. That's half a point. You that's got one, one of the answers. Uh, saw. Mm. Brady. No? Hellraiser. Pinhead. No, is that really that is that a slasher? It's considered. Well, one. It, it's horror movies, isn't it, Cole? Yeah. Oh, you slasher. said slasher. Oh, yeah, you said slasher specifically. Slasher, That's yeah. why I was thinking like slasher specifically. Chucky. No, they did Chucky. Yeah. 
they did Chucky. I know they did Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street because yeah, yeah, Willy, Chucky Willy. was the uh, evil crusty doll. Oh, okay, clown so without penny. What, what was it? Up. Yeah, I, I can't think of any yeah, other ones. Halloween. Halloween. Really? Yeah, I was shocked too. They had never, they never did a full on Halloween parody, and they never did a full on Friday the Thirteenth parody. I went and looked through through a whole list earlier, and I'm like, oh, okay. All right, last question. Uh, which popular horror film was inspired by real events that took place in Gainesville, Florida in the early 90s? Brady? Scream! Yep. <laughs> the Green so, River Killer. Yeah, or no, sorry, Gainesville score, Ripper. Final score is Brady six and a half and Joe one. Good job, cool. Joe. I yeah, believe thanks. in you. Joe, you, you, you got killed. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, he got the wrong answer. <laughs> Somebody kick Joe out of the, the chat, please. <laughs> Do I have that authority? Hold on. No, I think I'm the only one that does. But I'm not going to be an asshole. But I will edit in the, you got cut. <laughs> cool. No, again, like I was like, oh, I was, that was not the questions I was expecting, but all right. Still fun. You were, Still you fun. were talking so much shit, too. Because I was expecting like, like it's already one. It's already scenario. one, bro. Exactly. It's already one. I told you I was gonna wife you with this boy. That Simpsons <laughs> one's interesting, to be honest. Yeah, it's a Simpsons yeah. interesting one. Yeah. I, I I don't think they've done Texas Chainsaw either. Yeah. Well, that's I why I thought because he yeah. was on it. I know the couch gag, and I know because it was Freddie shows up. I know Jason shows up, and I think Hellraiser show. I think Pinhead. Yeah. That's why, but yeah. he's not a slasher. Yeah. 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 That was a good. That was a good one. Yeah, good deep cut and way to tie yeah. in the Simpsons as usual. And, Cole. Yeah, I the Exorcist. Like, well, this is the Exorcist a- one too. Like that's such like a. It's one of those movies that like yeah I've seen it a couple times, but it's not one I seek out a whole lot because it is so fucking. Long. I love the one you don't know is the one I know. That's hilarious <laughs> to me. Puzuzu. You know I I feel offended that Tyler since Tyler and I kind of relate in things we like. I didn't get more deep cuts on my side. So Tyler, way to make way to make me lose this one. Well, we could always do this again in October. The uh, <laughs> to give credit to Icebreakers idea icebreakeridea.com, that's where I got all those questions from because I don't know shit about horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool yeah. that they had those up there. Yeah, that's pretty neat. That's pretty good. The good Evil questions. Dead one and the Psycho one, I kind of went to Google. I was like, what's some good trivia? The others were all me. I could probably yeah, like, more if y'all want to just do this for fun. <laughs> let's keep going. Yeah, I'm down for a few more minutes. Uh, yeah, let's, let's see. do like five more minutes. Let's go. Uh, yeah, yeah, the psycho one, like people seriously got offended. And I, walked had never, I had so never known that. That was interesting to me. You know who plays the main character in Psycho? Janet Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Oh. All right, here's one. Uh, which horror film actress slept in bloody clothes for three days to nail the look of a gory scene? Oh, oh, I know this. I've heard this one before. Um, fuck. I can't think of her fucking name, but I'm pretty sure it's the actress who played Sally in Texas Chainsaw. Nope. No, I know this one. I've heard this one before. I've heard it. But I don't remember. <laughs> I pass. Yeah, I, I pass. It's a... As soon as you say it, I'll know it. Sissy Spasic from Carrie. Ah, right. damn it. <laughs> uh, how many people dirt? Look, 
How many people involved with The Exorcist died during production? I want to say like five. I think it's seven. Nope, nine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was a cursed movie, man. What is the number one rule on Randy's list for surviving a horror movie in Scream? Be a virgin. Yeah, yeah. Don't have sex. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> who, did, who did Wes Craven originally want to play the lead role as Freddy Krueger? Christopher Lee. No, although that would be amazing. Would it be? I don't even know who this person is. God damn it. I just watched. There's a show on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us, and they did Nightmare on Elm Street. And I just fucking yeah, I've it. seen that episode. God, you're gonna have to tell me because I can't remember. David Warner. I don't know who the I don't know who that is. Have to look the show. How many years did it take to get Aliens made? Knowing James, the movie Aliens. A lifetime. Uh, I know it's kind of there's kind of a big difference in I think in years. Uh. 12? Seven. Ah, oh, goddamn it. I was like, I was being like seven, eight, or 12. And 28 days later, who is blamed for releasing the deadly virus? Oh. Uh, that, that's all you've tw- never seen. And 28 days later? Yeah. Uh, so they're testing it on, on apes. It was apes, and then uh, it got out uh, because of the family. Uh, I mean, it says animal rights activists. I, I haven't. Seen okay, that. okay, yeah, yeah. So that, sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't. The animal rights activists uh, broke these apes out of their their testing facility, and then one of the ladies got bit, and then as they as they're quarantining and moving out of the city, they find. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of. You know, I'm thinking of 28 weeks later, but yeah. I'm thinking of the second one, but um, yeah, animal rights activists break the break out the animals from the testing facility. They start attacking humans, and that's how it spreads around. You got one more, Cole? Yeah. How long did it take to film the Blair Witch Project? Four years. Fourteen days. Nope. No. Can't be more than a month. Still filming it. It's definitely not. <laughs> a week. Ten days. Close. Is that your final answer? A week. I want to say 10 days. Nope. Eight days. Huh. Yeah, that, that, have you ever read about them filming that? I mean, well, they found the footage and I'm sure it just took them a couple of days to interview people. <laughs> it's pretty fucked what they did to those people. Like, they made them go crazy. Like, so they put them, first of all, it's filmed in a public park. So there is a couple scenes. I don't really see them. <clears throat> but apparently there's a couple scenes where in the background you can see people in the park walking around. Um, but when they're deeper in the woods and stuff like that, like when their map goes missing, mm-hmm. it's because the directors snuck into their camp at night and stole their map. To make them think like they lost their map so, oh, a so lot of that like, movie... they started building paranoia for them <laughs> yeah um the one of the most infu- infamous scenes in that movie is when they're running in the dark in the woods and the chick heather is like what the fuck is that but you don't actually see what she's 
looking yeah. at which is he's it's it's literally the director dressed in an all white sweatsuit shining a flash flashlight on himself to make himself look super bright oh that's and cool. like they just weren't expecting someone to be there yeah, yeah um yeah. like when people uh-huh. like the the tents were shaking at night mm-hmm. it was literally like the producers and the cameraman throwing rocks at their tents and coming up and shaking it to freak them out i'm getting so, chills thinking about that movie again oh, it's such a good i movie. love that i love that movie but like reading about what they did to those people. And then they made them sign like NDAs to disappear for a year, essentially. To make Was it all seem that like shot a... like, uh, like gorilla style and stuff like that? Yeah. Like yeah. It... I just figured it was like uh, like Cloverfield. Like they had the story and it's just all like handheld camera. You've, you've seen it before, right? No, I haven't seen it. Well, it is, oh. it is, it is very, it is very, um, it's handheld camera. It's but, fan found yeah. footage, handheld camera. But the way they did it was like they literally walked into a public park and started oh, shooting okay. a movie. I I knew it was like handy cam and stuff like it's that. Like, just, it's like I never knew it was like it was filmed like that. Like pretty much all. It was like guys. the first. It was like the first one, and essentially like the gold standard of that movie, like that that style of movie. Because I feel like that's still it holds up pretty well, even though you know it's fake now. You could not fucking convince me back then that 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 was fake. Well, back then too, man. When it was, I I vividly, there's not a lot that I remember pre, you know, my stroke in 2006, but I vividly remember my parents going to see Blair Witch in 1999, and them coming home and they just looked like terrified. They were, they, <laughs> yeah, because in the theaters, um. At the end of the movie, they're like, this at the end of the movie, if you watch it now, they're like, this footage was found, yada yada yada. And then they roll credits. In the theater cut version of it, they show this, they show the whole this version, this footage has been found, yada yada yada. And then that's it. They cut. They don't show credits. So you don't see actors or producer names or anything like that. Like they're like, yeah, that that's real like you essentially just watched a snuff film essentially yeah like and man like <laughs> it was fucking hard to watch and like i said they they the actors were able to tell um like maybe two or three people each they were doing this movie which is at the time was probably like their parents or something like that because they were because <laughs> they were all like 18 19 at the time and like college students but then they weren't allowed to be like yeah i'm heather from blair witch which now heather from blair witch was in a couple episodes of it's always sunny um really? the dude yeah remember when charlie had like a son for a hot second oh yeah yeah that was the mom was heather from blair witch okay um the dude josh because they use their real names the dude josh is now a pretty like not like big actor but he's been in some stuff the one that i can say he was most recently in was another found footage horror movie kind of um called unsane it was directed by steven soderbergh i think i've heard Um, of that one completely on an iphone like 11 filmed completely on an and it is the most unsettling movie i've seen in a while this this lady she she was stalked by the by the Josh guy, 
Um, and then she starts seeing him again, like thinks she's seeing him again. So she checks herself or she talks to like a therapist or something like that. And they involuntarily check her into a mental institution against her will and like keep her there. And then he happens to be like an orderly there. It's, it's, it's a freaky fucking movie, but it was all filmed on an iPhone and all that. And like, I went home and I read about it. I was like, Oh, that's the dude from Blair Witch. Creepy. <laughs> Just a bit. Really cool. <laughs> Cool. We'll definitely have to do Blair Witch at some point this year. Not just in, like, not, I wouldn't wait for October for that one. I'd I do that whenever. It's a good Dude, one. The first one. The, the first one's so good. The second one, Books of Shadows, is okay. Yeah. The, the recent, the one that came out recently, Blair Witch by Adam like, Weingard. Pretty that good. one's really interesting. Yeah, it was pretty good. That it one made good, me jump. It was a different I didn't spin. No, there was a third one. I just knew about the first one and the sequel that I've heard is terrible. The sequel is not good. The third one, the third one came out in 2016, and it was a more of a direct sequel. Yeah. To yeah, it says here it ignores the events of the second one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, more of a sequel to the first movie. Uh, like one of the characters is supposed to be related to either Heather or Josh, and they're trying to figure out why they're missing. Yeah, what happens to them? Yeah, to them um, with that. Um, the video game Blair Witch kind of feels the same as the as the third sequel um oh yeah i forgot that came out the video game is pretty cool because you're a you're a cop who's been through some stuff he was like he was dealing with some some life issues and uh there's a there's somebody missing in the that same uh mountain range where the blair witch was at burkittsville yeah yeah so it's like the the rest of the police uh forces out there searching for these people so he got there late it's him and his canine and you're out in the woods searching for this person but i nope, would uh, not play that game nope. you start <laughs> you start going through some shit and you start losing uh sense of all time because like in the movie you never know what time like you know the time but you can't tell what part of day it is no it's day or night like yeah it's but like in the game like it's it's a lot of night time it feels like and then like when you snap back to it it's already like oh it's five o'clock in the evening or like in the afternoon it's already getting late again uh and the monster is like this weird like static looking thing but it still creeps you out and like as you as you've watched in the game like you'll watch film on a camera you can see things happening around like if you're like if you're looking past the camera you can see things happening in the background, like you're you're controlling time with the camera. That's crazy. Like I couldn't finish that game. It was it was freaking me out. Now I want to play Fear. <laughs> oh, you know, John, I remember that game. John Carpenter has been wanting to make that a movie. Fear, what, fear? the video game. Yeah, he's been wanting to make that a movie. It'd be like, a good movie. Or not? I'm sorry, not Fear. Dead Space. Oh, okay. <sighs> yeah, that'd I be can't. a good. He's been wanting to make that a movie for years, and no one will let it. If John Carpenter did that, holy shit! It'd be good. Well, it's a, it's like a body horror type video game, isn't it? It's uh, it's like yeah, body horror and like survival because it's the first one. Uh, you're an engineer who. It'd uh, be the thing in space. Yeah, essentially, yeah, it's a thing in space, uh, but with more weird alien religion. Because that's what the the marker is. It's like a it's like a religious artifact. 
but uh the first one is really good like that sets the premise of everything you're an you're an engineer who goes to a uh who goes to a a ship in space that was that's having issues like you and a crew go out there to see what the fuck's going on and everyone on the ship is dead and y'all are trying to see what's happening and see if there's any survivors and it's basically you by yourself with a flashlight and space tools. Nope, would not play that game. <laughs> and it's, it's very claustrophobic too. Like, like everything's pretty narrow. There's not a lot of big rooms. The aliens come out of the vents and shit like that. It's, it's very jumpy. What's that game that came out? I think it might have been PlayStation only though. Um. I'll have to think about it later and tell you guys, but it's like one of those horror survival games, Mm -hmm. but you also have to make a choice. Mm. Like it's, it's made by the same people who made Detroit become human. Heavy Uh, rain. I know what you're talking about. No, not the heavy rain. I don't know the name, but not heavy rain, but essentially like the whole game is a play on the butterfly effect. Oh, Mm. is it? Something Madan. Hold on, I have it here somewhere. Um, he has the actual game. He gives like until dawn. Until dawn. Okay, okay. yeah. Good. That's a really good game. But yeah, that I would play that game, and I would have to shut it off at a certain time at night because I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, that was honestly. Uh, it wasn't that to scary. Back, to touch back on Dead Space, that came out when I was in high school. It legit made me want to pick up cigarettes because I was that stressed out. <laughs> Legitimately, like I wanted to start smoking cigarettes to calm down because I was stressed the fuck out before that game. <laughs> I only and ever played it for like a little bit and I couldn't really get into it. But it's good. It's good, Tyler. You should I, you should go I don't know if it's still on Game Pass. I think I have it downloaded from a whenever it was free with gold. So okay. I'll, I'll see I would definitely try that. Like it's it's fun. <laughs> And that has been Moviecation for the week. Yeah, boys, let's wrap this up. Uh, good episode. Are we are we coming back next week? I don't is know. Every, every week is a mystery. <laughs> yes. We could do a Blair Witch Project like you wanted to do. <laughs> Never. I'll be down for that. Okay, Cole. I'll be down for that. Cole, you're in. Cole, you're in. <laughs> okay. All I right. am being told that I am in, so I will be here. All right. Yay. <laughs> this has been Moviecation, guys. Uh, have a good day. Bye. 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 Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you going to kick us all out again? Almost. (laughs) (laughs) On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand.